Kia ora, koto everyone. Welcome to Queenstown Live podcast. Um, it's a Wednesday, I think. Uh, we're still in 2020, unfortunately, uh, but we'll get there in the end. Um, I'm here with the lovely Elise Selsmark, who is a triathlete, Ironman triathlete, and look, do you, you're long course, mostly? Yeah, mostly. Um, yeah, have a crack at dabble with shorter racing every now and then, but primarily for sure. A little dabble. Uh, yeah. Mum to Tarja is 10 months, and you're in Noosa, Yeah. Yes, that's right. You're about 20 minutes south of Noosa. It's a Amazing. good spot. Welcome. Um, thank you so much for coming on here and agreeing to talk to us without even knowing what I'm going to ask you. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Um, how is the lovely Noosa today? Is it beautiful? It is pretty, pretty. We look, we can't complain. I've just done swim squad. It's about 23 degrees, I want to say. So, um, but as soon as August, everyone complains it's too cold. As soon as September hits, uh, everyone is complaining it's too hot. So we don't get too much in between here. Yeah, fair enough. Um, (laughs) We had some lovely snow, so that's good. The ski fields are happy. Looks Um, beautiful. I know. I can't wait for summer, though. I'm just hanging out, hanging out. So (laughs) you're, um, how are you? I always ask everyone, how are you and how are you? (laughs) For a worldwide nightmare that we have going on. Oh, look, I think in the scheme of things, we really can't complain. Um, Here in Queensland, we've got, I think, 28 cases at the moment. So just keeping an eye on that and hoping that it doesn't skyrocket again. But for the minute, life is relatively normal. Things are open. We are living, you know, other than the travel factor and having most triathlon racing go on hiatus over winter, we're we're having some sort of normality um, which is nice. So in the scheme of things we're doing, we're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, doing all right. And so it's a really interesting time, right? Because there's lots of stuff that's been cancelled all over the place. Um, and you, so you, when did you get, and I, I, I want to talk about the fact that, you know, people always call it a comeback when mums come back to triathlon, which I hate because it's like, yeah. the, it, there's like this expectation that you're going to, you know, I don't know, I don't even know what. But what, what happened to you? Um, you, got, you gave birth, you know, memory. Yeah. And then what was your, did you have a plan? You always wanted to get back to doing your thing. For sure. Yeah. Look, I always, I, I think when I was pregnant, which was, um, you know, we, we knew that we wanted to start a family and that kind of thing. Um, I wasn't ready to give up triathlon, but I must admit, I hadn't really thought too much about um, how long it was going to take to get back into the swing of things. So I tried to not put too many expectations on myself and just yeah. see what happens because, as you know, like women's bodies go through a lot with pregnancy and childbirth and some people can come back very quickly and with ease. And um, for myself, I had a bit of like just pelvic ligaments and that kind of thing that took a lot, um, a bit more time to get running. But swimming and cycling was pretty smooth to get back into it and yeah just eased into it even with just like an hour a day to for some sanity and some activity and feel good factor yeah after having Taj so I know and we forget that because somebody said to me Jane you know your body apparently women's bodies take I think it's like is it five years to get back to pre-pregnancy and birth because of the, like, the absolute trauma that they go through. And we don't give them enough credit. It's like, I said to me the other day, um, can you imagine a bloke? <laughs> and then going, oh, yeah, carry on. <laughs> I've just That's pushed it. out a human. 
Yeah, well, I mean, we see how people deal with man flu, so I wouldn't like to see how <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. No, um, totally. And so did you, did you have a race in mind? Was that something, or did you just want to get back to, well, just get, you know, get healthy and fit again? And Yeah, I think um, I was going to always just use a f- the first few months just to see how things were going with no pressure and try and build back some general fitness um i got to around march and things were tracking quite well i was starting to build up my running and that kind of thing so i had a bit of a plan for ironman cans which was june um so i was starting to build up and yeah everything was going pretty well and then as you know (laughs) end of march everything hit the fan and that was no longer to be but look it was almost a blessing in in disguise because all of a sudden i didn't have to rush to get ready for to run a marathon, which um, in hindsight is probably a really good thing. All of a sudden I, I knew I had a few more extra months to play with and I didn't have to be going out and running two hours. I could take my time. And I think um, health-wise, that's probably the best thing that that could have happened is not, not having to rush. And um, I guess as professional athletes, there is, there's a little bit of pressure, mostly internal. Like it's probably just that I wanted to get, I was itching to get back racing. It wasn't yeah. pressure from anyone else but um yeah I think having a bit of extra time to play with certainly wasn't a bad thing this year and it was just nice to slow down and spend time with my family and my little boy without travel and racing and um yeah look it's it's definitely not bad timing for to be forced to slow down this year for me personally yeah totally and so have you got a plan for something coming up or are you just gonna keep see what happens because I know Noosa just got cancelled right yeah um and everyone's really disappointed but it's kind of you know well what can they do yeah that's right so Noosa um you know that's an event of up to 10,000 people and here in Queensland we do have approval for events of up to 10,000 if they've got a COVID safe plan um but Noosa Council, I've had a big council meeting the other day and, and rejected that idea because they were just worried about squeezing in people, you know, plus all their families and spectators and everything into Noosa itself, which is quite small. Um, so Sunshine Coast Council, which is just down the road in, in Mooloolaba, um, do have the COVID safe plans. And so Sunshine Coast 70.3 is scheduled to go ahead next weekend. So yeah. that'll be my first big race back, which is... Oh my God, so that's exciting. a year ago when I did it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh and we all had a big team lunch and it was awesome to catch up. So there'll be none of that this year. We've we've been instructed, no team tents. Um, we Cafes just aren't catering for groups that size. So... Yeah unfortunately that won't be happening but that'll be super we're still kind of crossing fingers and keeping our our eye on the cases here daily because there's been a small outbreak so fingers crossed next weekend that happens yeah totally and it's like it's it's really interesting um i talk i've talked to a few i've kind of listened to a a few podcasts and and interviewed a few people in in like kind of in that world and that whole thing about motivation and keeping um your head above water in terms of what you keep doing. Like I interviewed a New Zealand track cyclist last week and she's like, you know, we're just, we're just working towards the Olympics, whether yeah. that happens or not. Yeah. The, the, they've made the decision that they're like, you just keep going to work. That's your yeah. job. Yeah. And you keep going to do your plan and you keep t- 
talking to the people and that connection and community she said is the most important thing and for her she said i realized that this one one day event that takes like what seven minutes or something cannot be my whole life yeah i i, I can't otherwise it'll kill me so I, I just keep going to work, doing the thing I love, riding my yeah. bike, and then talking to everybody else about how they're doing. Yeah, it's a really, it is, it's a, it, it does change the way that you think about sport. And um, that's put really well. Like, I think it almost challenges you to have a think about your identity and where you get your personal value from. Because for some athletes, like racing regularly, it's, it's how we measure ourselves and it's kind of where a lot of your self-worth can come from. So without that, you're kind of forced to slow down and think about what you enjoy about the daily process of yeah. going out and training. And um, for me personally, I was really lucky here. Like the pools and everything were closed, but I had a friend that I would meet at the ocean so we could still go ocean swimming. And just knowing that that, that friend was counting on me to be there at 5.30 in the morning and getting me out of bed. And we'd always have a blast and it makes it, you know, you get to see the sunrise and everything and think, oh, we're so lucky to be able to be doing this. Yeah. Regardless of whether there's racing or not. And you get home in a better mood and you're ready to carry on your day. So I think it's good to, to be grateful for those little, the daily grind and the daily processes. And um, I think for the athletes that stopped training altogether, it can um, put you in a bit of a mental slump just yeah. because totally um we I, often, so. I know and i always said that i enjoy the training rather than the racing yeah 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 <laughs> but i, I love thing. getting up and looking and seeing right i've got to do that today and that's that's it like yeah yeah i think it's a positive thing like if we if we don't love what we do on a daily basis it's probably time to to pick a new sport almost so yeah. um you know i know it i know it's been tough motivation was um you know, it's been a long winter for a lot of athletes and it does get tough, which is completely understandable. And, you know, a lot of athletes have mixed, mixed up their training, whether it be with yoga, Pilates, all these other right. things. And, but yeah, I think if you can keep some kind of routine, it will save your sanity a little bit. So yeah, yeah totally. And talking about community. So, um, are you, are you allowed to call yourself a co-founder of the Cupcake Cartel? Or I, I believe so. We did cook up the crazy idea, crazy idea together. So mind you, since having Taj, I must admit, Cal has been doing the brunt of the, the admin work. He's been an absolute champion carrying a lot of that this year. So, um, But now Taj is in daycare a couple of days a week. So it's good to be able to come back on board and give him a bit of a hand. Yeah, again. no, it's life-changing. Now, when I describe it to people, they're like, uh, so what's this like worldwide triathlon team you part of? Yeah, yeah. I'm not telling you about that. Um, <laughs> I kind of describe it as um, individuals who are, are obsessed with triathlon and love it and love that world. But they're also very, um, I won't say grounded because there's a lot of bonkers weirdos in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the whole community um, is, is just, it, honestly, it's something you can't describe until you're in it. And, and people are like, what do you do? And I'm like, well, we have a kit and then we go and race and then we've got this Facebook group and then we just, everybody's just a bit mental. And it's, and it's <laughs> nuts. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's funny because um, a lot of people, you know, still ask us like, what is the gist of your team and trying to explain it to, to people can actually be a little bit challenging sometime. But um, basically when we were thinking about the idea, we really wanted like a community and to kind of bridge the gap between like, you know, in sports, there's ob ob 
there's often this huge gap between like the elites in sport and age group athletes in sport and brand newbies in sport. And so we just wanted to, you know, bring a group together that was all levels and abilities. So, you know, we've got pros, we have Kona qualifiers, we have brand new athletes that have like a training for their first sprint try. And I think the cool thing is it brings together that, that community of people that it doesn't matter whether you're, on one end of the spectrum or the other in terms of experience or ability. It's um, just bringing together a group of like-minded people that want to have fun with the sport and connect with others because it can be a really lonely sport. You know, there's people out there logging long five-hour solo bike rides and um, you need to kind of connect with other people. Uh, you might be in an isolated area doing the sport or you might be in, a, in an area where there's great squads, but I think it's good to have that platform where everyone connect and and you've yeah, and you've you've absolutely done that. Like you, you absolutely have created this. It's a family. It's a com. It absolutely is a family of people. Whether they're you know whether there's some people who never go on the Facebook group. There's people who. Yeah. But that whole like this is me, and I'm proud of the thing I do. Yeah. It's mine. It's it's mine. It's no one else's. It's not my family's. It's not my kids. Yeah. It's not my brothers or sisters it's mine and I can share that with other people who go I totally get yeah that you're talking about I totally get it oh it's cool to hear you say that too because um yeah we sort of love that about the group as well and and the thing that we really love like for example we saw that you uh, you know hosted Linus at your place and oh yeah and you, I mean incredible yeah like to so yes it's largely an online platform where we all connect in it initially but then you'll get, you know, athletes from the US staying with athletes that they meet in New Zealand yeah. and just connecting people yeah. all around the globe. And we've had people homestaying, you know, Aussie athletes. One of our Canadian friends, we stayed at his place in Boulder in Colorado. And I think, well, that's really cool. Like he trusted us to come and stay at his house yeah, before he even know, met absolutely. Yeah. And like Linus <laughs> is now part of our family. Like yeah, yeah, he's with cards and followers and we talk to him all the time. And yeah, also right. the thing of if somebody disappears, you know, if somebody's been around and then they disappear and they kind of talk about having a hard time, somebody will check in. Like I've checked yeah. in with people before and they're like, oh my God, I hardly know you. And you're just, ch just checking in, seeing if you're all right. And they're like, actually not really, but nobody else has said anything. And it's like, I'm a complete stranger and you, and you, you would do it to me. So what a beautifully wonderful thing that that's created alongside the fact that we all like swim, bike, run. And yeah. yeah yeah it's pretty special and like you say like we um Cal and I will try to kind of keep tabs on you know there might be someone that's really active on social media and connecting with other people a lot and then they disappear a little bit and sometimes we'll notice we'll, we'll notice that but sometimes we we miss it and we don't necessarily see that that member's gone a bit quiet and someone else might you know, send us a quick text saying, hey, have you checked in on so-and-so because they've been really quiet? And I'm like, gosh, they have, you know, and and that's a good little cue for us to check in on them. But it's really lovely to see that team members are looking out for each other. Yeah, and, totally. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, the fact that you're like, I swam 500 metres today or I can't be bothered going to the, the swimming pool, but I'm going to go. And then somebody checks in and goes, have you been? I'm yeah. really that you've been. Yeah. Like, you're like, yeah, it's so yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Little celebrations and yeah. little bits of accountability to each other. It's really, really cool. That's it is really cool. It's been really now, awesome. <clears throat> the question is: um, Are you going to force your son into triathlon, or is he? Are you going to push him towards <laughs> push him towards something that makes money? Right? I know, right? <laughs> I know. Well, 
Um, Cal's dad, so Taja's, Taja's granddad plays golf and I was thinking that's a really good wish get him to go play golf with Papa on a Saturday because I actually don't want him out on the bike on the roads. That gives me the heebie-jeebies. I know. You know, every year I feel like traffic gets a bit worse and drivers get a touch more aggressive and I don't know that I want him getting into cycling to be completely yeah i know it's the same around here um like because i i said to ren you know you're gonna swim like there's absolutely no i, yeah. I love swimming my granddad swam um i'm obsessed with swimming and it's my happy place and i was like you will swim and she's just like i ain't swimming and i'm like no <laughs> i've seen the pictures of her with her cute little goggles on oh, that she likes the things to wear <laughs> then she gets it goes it's really boring like what? <laughs> yeah that's it and you know living in australia i would love I think swimming's a non-negotiable as well, just from a safety perspective. He needs yeah. to learn to be competent. And we've got awesome, like, surf club nipper programs for the kids. Oh, totally. Here. And yeah. I no, think that's, that's cool. Fun. But, um, yeah, definitely not pushing him into triathlon because it's an expensive sport. And then it I... It really is. Yeah, then after I retire, I'll be dropping him to squat at 5 o'clock yes. in the morning for the rest of my life. I know. I said to a friend of mine, so um, what are the things that start at 5 o'clock in the morning <laughs> or I have to drive far away to? And she's like, most of it. Everything. Like, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> totally. Um, okay. Are you ready for your quick fire round? Sure. Uh, Favourite Australian biscuit? Ooh, Anzac Biscuits. Nice. Uh, favourite film? Favourite film? Oh, I'm going to have to come back to that one. Okay. Uh, you have favourite film or fa- one album that you'd listen to forever? Uh, Nirvana, Nevermind. Good choice. <laughs> it's a bit um, old school. First one that came it. to mind. What do you do well? A bit of swim, bike, run I'm going to have to put on that list because there's a lot of time put into that. Okay. Uh, what brings you joy? My little boy, uh, he's getting funnier every day. Total legend. Uh, hot bath or hot shower? Hot shower. You wear a watch? No. There's so many of you. Oh my <laughs> God, there's like, I'm, I'm amazed. Everyone, no. I'm like. <laughs> um, Vegemite or Marmite? Vegemite. <sighs> Controversial. I have to live with Aussie. It drives me insane. Um, current book? Are you reading a current book? Current book. Um, I haven't read one for a little bit, but actually Shelley Taylor-Smith has a really good autobiography. So um, she's an open water swimmer, but she has a great autobiography. Um, I'm going to write that down. And your favourite place to sit? It would have to be on the beach at Noosa. Oh, God, I'm dying. Noosa Main Beach. I'm very excited. Um, and what are you going to go and do right now? Uh, today's a work day. The little one's in daycare. So I've got a bit of coaching work to catch up on after I chat with you. Amazing. Thank you so much for giving up your time. Um, and we will, we will hopefully see like each other in real life very soon. I know. Hopefully back here or back in New Zealand in March, we will just have to see how things pan out. I know. Go well for your race. I will be watching. Thank you so much. Amazing. See you soon. Okay. Bye. (laughs)